0: Yeah, all right sit down sit down uh, uh, i love uh your president i call him scott because he's my friend no disrespect sometimes i call him president Hagen and people ask me like what do you want to be called pastor rob rob pastor and i say you can call me anything you want as long as there's a tone of respect with it all right you can seriously because i can call him scott and have all the respect in the world and i can call him president Hagan and have nuts so anyways he's my friend So we hang out together, and so if I say, Scott, please understand, it's because there's a friendship there. And I'm listening to him talk, and I'm like, why do we not hang out more often? You know, like, we need to hang out more, and uh, that's because we're busy. We see each other in the airport. But I love North Central, and I want you to know that both of our boys went here, Connor and Logan. Logan's here with me today. Connor is actually at the Alpha uh, headquarters in London, uh, meeting with them, because we have a church that believes in doing Alpha to reach people with the gospel, so he's there, otherwise he'd be here. And our staff, um, you said 14, like, I don't know, I think 85% of our staff went to North Central. Yes, yes, 85%. And so uh, when we started the church, it was all North Central uh, students. But anyways, um, I, 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 I got a confession. When I was here with Glenn Berteau the other day, I saw the little, like, uh, letters on the side, and I didn't know what they were. And I was like, I thought it was a new, like, WWJD. You know, like, what would Jesus do? And the whole time, I'm like, EWQN, EWQN every winner quits never. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't put Jesus in there. And then I'm thinking Hebrew, is it Hebrew? And then they said it was chapel. So there's a new code coming up at the end. Isn't that the way it works? Right. Okay. So the first one was EWQN, write it down. The next one coming up is, you know, So anyway, Too late. It's gone. All right. You had to get it in time. I don't know. Uh, we didn't get skips. We didn't get skips at chapel. Like if if you didn't go to chapel, they're like, why'd you come to Bible college? You know why are you skip a chapel why'd you even come here you know and you're like ah, uh, bad excuse you know like you had zero skips zero zero you know so anyways uh i i didn't want to i i wasn't going to preach this message i'm not going to preach it. i'm actually going to give you two short things but i wanted to tell you about something that is a resource available online one of our sermons and i almost changed to preach it real quick just hearing what scott was saying um I preached a sermon in the at the start of COVID, and it was called "What Chapter Are We Living In," and I really think it's relevant for today. And so, if you want to see it, it's online. You can look it up in in about that time, uh, and uh, of the calendar when it was whenever COVID was starting. Um, and it was all about looking at Daniel. And in Daniel chapter one, you know that Daniel and his friends, and you know the whole bunch of Jewish children are basically kidnapped by the Babylonian empire and they're serving and they've got to get ready and they're being fed the wrong food. And Daniel says, Hey, why don't you test and see if God's way is better than your way? Right. And, 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 and it took a lot of guts. Okay. It took a lot of guts for him to even bring that up. Like you talk about cancel culture and trying to find your voice like, they canceled them, like killed them. If he said the wrong thing, they could say, get rid of troublemaker guy right there. He's a troublemaker. But he risks everything to say, can we test and see if God's way is better than your way? So the courage that Daniel had, incredible. But I believe there was an era in, in America and in the world where lately we were living in Daniel chapter one, where you could just say like, let's see if God's way is better than your way. And, you know, Rick Warren made a gazillion dollars selling purpose-driven life. And he basically was saying like, how's your life working for you? It's not working very good, is it? But let's see if God's way would be better. Give it a try. Give it a try. And a lot of churches were like, give it a try, churches. You know, we're like, come on, give it a try. Come to our church and just give it a try. See if, like, you won't find something here you like from the buffet. You know what I mean? And that's the way we lived. And that was Daniel chapter 1. But then if you look in Daniel chapter 3, the, the challenge gets tougher. You've got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they're saying, hey, when we play our music, you bow to our music. And, and even when they come before the king, he says, is it true you really believe this? Is it true? You're not gonna bow to our music? Is it true? Like, and I think we're living there right now. The world starts playing the music and they say dance to our music. And you say, I don't, I don't, I don't dance that way. I, I, I actually have a belief system that's different than what you're demanding of me to dance to. <laughs> and and so yeah we're 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 not gonna bow and they're in they're they're just amazed like I cannot believe like I mean just think about where you're at and maybe I'll stay on this for a little bit long because um like if you say like yeah no no I'm, I'm waiting to be pure until I'm married what is it true you're a virgin what is it true and they're like here he is a virgin and they like put you on display, like. He actually is crazy, you know, and and everybody else that's doing all the other thing, dancing to the music the world is playing. They're like, we're these guys are amazing. See how compliant they are? They just kneel when we tell them. They dance with the music. But you just have to find something in you that's like, I have a different, I have a different soundtrack going in my mind right now than the one you're playing, and it's very different. It's very different, and the world is getting angry at those that are living saying, I'm not dancing to the same music you're dancing to. And so then you fast forward to Daniel chapter six and it gets even harder. Now they're not, it's not like, hey, give it a try. Let's see if God's way are better. It's not like, no, I have a different soundtrack. It's literally like, we know what you believe and we're so obsessed at hating what you believe we're now going to change the law to trap you in what you believe. And that's what's coming. Like, that's where we are right now. Where, okay, we're going to cancel your bank account because we don't like the way you think. It's happening. Okay, we're going to cancel your degree because we don't like the way we're not okay and it's happening everybody's starting to do it like that's become our new thing like we're, we're picking sides and we don't like the way you think of that and and i saw there's a lot of uh, uh judges that won't take students from yale because yale is canceling people and they're like no that's not the type of judge so people are like nope we're gonna cancel you're we gonna and and then they change the law to trap daniel and make what was virtuous and godly illegal and I think we're heading into that chapter. And that's why when I look at you, I see, like, this room needs to be filled with Daniels and Danielle. Daniels and Daniels. And there's no confusion, all right? It's none, none. Daniels and Daniels. And you just got to know what you believe. You got to know, like, will, like when, will I stand true? And and I just the the admiration again of these people doing it at a time where there wasn't you know, like your rights, you know, like you're like I have the right, I have the right. And Americans love to say that. If you travel to another country, they're like, yeah, your rights, who cares? You know, I have a badge and you don't. I have a gun and you don't. I have the right. You know, it's just, I learned, like I was in Russia. I realized this, like in Russia, there's a hierarchy in Russia. Walkers, lowest. You have no rights, okay, if you're walking on the street. Bike rider, barely more than a walker, all right? But if you're in Amsterdam, bike riders have all the rights in the world. Don't understand it, but they do, okay? People with a car have more rights. People with a black car have the most rights. You know, they look like mafia in Russia and they get to do anything they want. Okay. But you know, we're like, I got my rights. What are you going to do when somebody says, I don't care about your rights. I don't care. um, We're going to rewrite the constitution. We're going to read this and we don't like the way you think, believe, act, pray, whatever. And we're going to make it illegal for you to educate your kids at home or to do the Bible or whatever. Like we're going to, we're actually going to tell you that it's illegal to do what is right and virtuous. You better be ready for this. This is a Daniel generation. This is a Daniel generation. And I had this thought too, like, um, I thought, who's afraid of who? I thought, who's afraid of who? I I think the church is going to need to be more dangerous moving forward. I think we're going to have to get, the, the world needs to be afraid of the church, I think we need a little more camel hair and locust eating. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, oh, boy, watch out. You know, when you walk into Elliott Park, they're like, oh, no, here they come. Here they come from North Central. Watch out. They're prophetic, and they're going to read your mail, and they're going to call it out, and God's going to do something, and watch out. So, I just think, who's going to be afraid of who? And, and moving forward, we're going to have to have that spirit that says, I survived the lion's den. What else you got? What else you got? You know? And, and, and the thing that I will just say, again, this is not the sermon, but it's, I'm talking too much on this that I won't get to the sermon. We'll, it'll be a sermonette or something. All right. But um, I think the world is, at the end of the day, even though they, they hate what we believe, they lean in to see if what we believed really worked. Because think about the king. He's like, what faith did he had to go? Like, he threw Daniel in the lion's den and then early in the morning, he races, Daniel, are you there? I mean, I think even though they make stupid laws and they hate us, there's still, there's there's no answer in what they're doing. And they have to peek into the lion's den and see, did you make it? Did you live? Did your God save you? Did you die with a smile on your face? Did, you know, did, they, they just have to. They're curious and they're looking. So there just has to be that generation here and you have to find that boldness. You have to find the boldness. And you're, we're right in between three and six and we're moving fast to chapter six of we're gonna change the rules to trap you in your virtue. How sad is that? I mean, there's things that I never would have thought that the world would have said uh, wrong, bad, good. Uh, I, I, my head is spinning. And, and I used to look at old people and be like, eh, just old people, you know. Now I'm looking at it, I'm like, what happened in the last 15 years? It's on fast forward. It's like we're flying through to chapter six. So I just want to pray for a boldness over you. And I know it sounds weird to say it. I don't have a better way to say it. I, I, I really want to pray. And please don't get me wrong on this. I don't want people to be afraid of you because you will do them harm. I want people to be afraid of you because what you have is so strong. It, it's intimidating. I, I'm, I'm believing God even now for a Like, Isaiah fell at the feet of of God, like, when he's in his presence, like a dead man, it said. And it was because there was something incredible, holy, awesome, full of awe. And I'm just praying for that over you. So I want to pray that—I just want to pray for that. I want to pray that there'd be a—okay, I'm thinking about this. Even, like, think about in the Old Testament— when the Israelites were moving and the ark of God was there and the presence of God was there, and people were like, No, here comes the ark. Ah, ah. you know, and people would be terrified. And even think about Rahab the harlot. She's like, Hey, we're talking about you guys. She's like, We are talking about, like, we, you guys are coming and we're doomed. We're done for. Everybody's terrified of you guys coming to town. And she's like, Just save me, save me. I just, if I could get out, like, I'll help you because I know how powerful your God is. And there's everybody here is afraid. Every, we're, we're terrified. And, and I'm just praying that it, it wouldn't be like they are thinking there's going to be doom, but I think there's going to be conviction and a come to Jesus moment. And, and there it's like, there's going to be a spiritual awakening. So let me just pray that over you right now. So God, I just pray for that to happen on the student body here. Daniels and Daniels right now That will just have a spirit of God All over them And a a willingness to say I believe this I'm not backing down I've always done this And I'm not modifying my behavior Just because you said you disagree with it Just because you said it's illegal Now I'm not modifying my behavior And I'm going to stand true to my convictions And I'm not going to let them go let them have a deep desire to hold their convictions and not let them go. And I pray that there'd be a, a fear, and I, and, I, and Lord, I, I don't mean it again in a way that they would fear that we're going to do harm. I just pray that there'd be a fear of like, these guys aren't backing down, a fear that these guys mean business, a, guy, a fear that these guys are different. These men and women are different than the other people we talked. They're just different. They're not backing down. They're not stumped. They're not they're not kneeling. They're not giving in. They're not going jelly. They're staying strong strong, and, and I've never seen anyone like this. And then I pray, God, that the world would peek into the lion's den and see how we're doing. They'd peek in, and they'd say, how's it going? Because ultimately, Lord, the only answer they have is it's Jesus. If they don't find you, there's no other answer. And so, God, I pray the world would peek in at what is going on at North Central, what's going on here, because the, these students are different. There's a boldness on them. They are not afraid. They are not afraid. And so I pray for that over them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Do you receive that? Proverbs says, the righteous are as bold as a lion and turn back for no one. Like that's what I just see over you. Like uh, that wasn't the message. All right. That was just something I just felt led to do. And what I've learned too is I just I would rather go with what God's just kinda dropping in and, and you know. Um can I do this? I just we I, I see the time. Like I, I I'm very cognizant of the time and I remember that. Yeah. I, I just I just want to say is there anything can I just defer to, like, some of the elders right here? Like, is there anything you want me to say or dig deeper on, or do you want to add to this? Like, I didn't plan on this, so this could be, like, a tag team sermon. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm serious. And All right. He said, uh, anything you want me to clarify? Uh, Jeff, you were amen in this. You were like, yes. You, you just feel it. All right. It's all right. They're like, we didn't study. We didn't do this. All right. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. Second time, and then they're like, I'm in. And I know the students over here, you're ready to go. Sorry, I didn't ask you. I asked them. All right. Yeah. Um, let me give you something that I believe will help you develop this determination. Um, and I'll give you four quick things that are going to pa- uh, be a repeated pattern in your life. And I'll do this. I'll do it in six minutes, 30 seconds. I promise. I really will. Four things you have to do over and over again. I learned this in Bible college. The first thing was you're going to discover, then you're going to need to develop discipline, then you're going to need to get direction, and then you're going to have to have determination. Four things. Discover, discipline, direction, determination. When I went to college, I discovered. I discovered a new freedom, and I discovered that I could do whatever I want because I was at college. I wasn't in my mom and dad's house anymore. And I discovered that I could stay up all night if I wanted. I could just watch sports all night. I, could, I discovered that I could eat whatever I wanted. I discovered, like, I mean, I, I discovered. And it was, I, I just, it was, I had new roommates, new friends. I, I, I just, I discovered how hard it was to study. I thought I studied hard in high school. but I discovered. And, and in this freedom, I, I got my worst GPA in college in my first semester of college because i was out how many identify i just saw people like testifying me too this is your first semester all right yeah all right yeah it's got to go up from there all right so and i i learned that i had i in that discovery i was given all sorts of freedom but what would i do with my freedom would i start adulting or would i stay immature with my freedom okay discovery then i had to realize i had to have discipline and maybe this is why as i was praying about this um My example here was Daniel, and then from there, God brought me over to the Daniel message. So I had to have discipline, like, do I really believe this? Who am I? Am I going to go to church, or am I going to skip? Am I going to opt out, or am I going to opt in? And that's a critical point in wherever you're at in school. Are you going to opt in or are you going to make excuses to get out? And the people that, you know, opt in and they're like, I'm in, I'm in, and always going, you're you're finding that self-discipline. If you don't find your self-discipline, nobody's going to do it for you. I'm just telling you, you have to find it, and you have to find it right now. Are you going to get up and read the Word of God? Are you going to get up? Are you going to do the right things? If you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. I'm going to tell you, your boss is not going to do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. Like, you have to find So after you discover things in life, then you have to have the discipline, and then you're like, what's the direction? Like, how strong are we to go after this? And for in college, I learned it because I had to declare a major. And I was thinking about this. Some of you have already declared your, like, you declared your major when you were like, seventh grade you're like i will be i didn't even know college was a possibility you know i was the first one of my family to go to college but you have to get that direction of what do i want to be what do i want to be what does how has god uniquely wired me am i gonna? i don't want to be i don't want to be jealous of what other people have i want to develop what god's given me and what direction does god want me to go And one of the greatest things to me was my purpose statement. When I finally got this, which was way too long in my life, it's just given me such clarity, and I want to read it for you. As an adventurer with the Lord, this is me, this is my statement. As an adventurer with the Lord, I exist to walk by faith in tune with his heartbeat, devoted to my family. I'm a catalytic heart leader who enlightens, inspires, provides, and equips a local pastor teacher with a global reach, especially in missions and leadership development. And I read that. It's on my wall. It's on my, my devotion journal. And I read it. And even when I'm asked to do things, I'm like, is this in line? Because I have a direction that I'm going. And I could get pulled in a million different directions. But I want to stay on this one. So it's, you know, you, you discover. You get discipline. You get direction. And then the last one is determination. Like, and this cycle will repeat over and over again. It'll, it'll repeat um i even see i thought i saw kirk here yeah they're right there um kirk is over all of our campuses all of our local church like there was a time when i said to him he's like yeah i don't know i've been here a couple years and i just i got this itch to go do this and i said listen if you will stay and fight through the last part of your development it's the determination if you'll fight." You'll go to another level. If you don't do it, you're just gonna do, you know, discover and, you know, discipline and direction, but you need determination. If you get this last part added to you, your leadership's gonna go to the next level. And he's like, all right, I trust you. And then I look at what God did in him with that determination. And this is a challenge too, because you know enough that you can run with the direction, but do you want to finish? Like, do you want to finish your degree? Because realistically, and, and at least this is my thought, like the difference between my junior year and my senior year wasn't that much. It was some, but I was tempted in the junior year to call it a day and just go out. And somebody said, be determined to finish. Get the degree. And I was like, yeah, it's a piece of paper. And they're like, don't live that way. Don't live that way. You don't want a piece of paper your whole life because then you'll, people will say, well, be sexually pure until you're married. Well, it's a piece of paper. And they said, have the determination to finish what you started and show that you're a finisher. And then I ask all of our staff to give us four years. I guess maybe from this, because I say, if you give us four years, you've shown me that you've, you're determined, you finish. And if you're a finisher, I'll send you wherever God wants you to go. So I, I wanted to give you that, those four things, because it's a cycle. And I was going to preach a whole bigger message with all sorts of verses on there. But I believe God did something with the Daniel thing. And so... Um, Even though I gave you those four things, it's like I wanted to give you those. I want to go back to the Daniel thing, and I want to just pray over uh, you guys again. Um, Determine. Can I just say it's worth it? It is worth it. For those of you that are wondering if you should stay sexually pure, it is 100% worth it. For those of you that are wondering if you should give in and compromise, it's worth it. I'll talk about this. Like... uh, And I know these are all things you're like, we're in Bible college. We get in trouble for all these things. Yeah, well, I know what happened in Bible college when I was in Bible college. There were always people breaking the rules and hoping they didn't get caught. Okay? And people say, what about alcohol? Guess what? I'm not drinking alcohol. I don't care how much permission other fellowships or denominations give for it. I'm not doing it because I'm going to be a leader, and I'm going to show the world that you don't need alcohol to do that. I'm going to be determined. I'm going to. I'm going to live out my convictions. I'm. Get, I'm not going to waver. And um, I'm looking forward to the day. I know this sounds crazy. I'm looking forward to the day that we all just have to get, go. Like they cross the line, they cross the line. And now today, we shut down the freeways. Today's like it's our day. Like if you're going to make it illegal for this and that's virtue, today's our day to shut down the freeway. Sorry, the church is out and we're not doing we're not playing the game anymore, all right? God give us the determination and the ability to live the life that you've called us to live. Again, a spirit of of Daniel that says we're not backing down. We're not backing down. We really believe this. We're really determined. We're not changing. We didn't change when we were young. We're not changing when we are old. This is what we believe. So blessing upon these students. May the world be afraid of them in a good way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Love you, Norcetro. Love you. Love you.